and welcome to yeah, another episode. No, no, listen. He's not doing it. That is so it. perfect. It's so perfect. And welcome to another episode of the Dynasty Trades HQ podcast. What? Well, wait. When you say another episode, I guess it's our three-year episode, uh, episode 156. But it's been three years. Um, my name is Michael Sipes. You can find me on Twitter at ffblitz, and I'm here with my partners, Jeremy Brown. At Dynasty Madman, welcome to the third anniversary show. <laughs> and Shane Manila. So this is officially the second longest relationship I've ever had. Um, oh my god! So we only need to make it six, about six and a half more years to outlast my marriage. So let's see if we can pull that off. Well, we we definitely have some bumps in the road to to get there, but I think we can do it. Um, uh, no, yeah, yeah. it's. <laughs> It's our third Shoot year. Five, man, come on. <laughs> and you know what's really funny? Um, we we have a lot of things that we wanted to do tonight, but we do have some amazing guests on, and one of them is already in the room. That's why I was cracking up at the beginning because I tried to start the show, and then he started talking. And um, I mean, we we can do this. We can start doing this. We can bring him in. We can do it. However, oh wait, and now the other one's here too. So why don't we just do this? Why don't we skip all the news and all the crap? No, no, no. we've got we've got exciting news brought to you by FantasyData.com. Um, use the promo code TRADESHQ. Okay. Remember, tra- promo code is TRADESHQ for fantasydata.com. All and in caps. Tonight, you got to say all in caps. caps. All in caps. TRADESHQ, all capitalized on hey, fantasydata.com. Tonight, then, buddy? So the exciting news is that we have a couple of rookie fever <laughs> fanatics. Which is exactly what I was going to say, which is exactly what you asked me to say before. Plug, bitch. But, but, but plug. no shit. I did it that way so that you could slide in there and give the plug. How amazing. long have you been doing this? We've been doing this for three f-ing years. You know, that's how you do it. <laughs> and so, yeah, we have a Swagzilla OG. But the, the the coolest part of all of this, yes, we have Swags and we have... Um, Mark. I know who he yeah, is, Michael Fanaro. But it, but but yes, we have them here. And it's, it's really cool because we were commenting before we started the show. This is the first time we've ever seen you, Shane Swags. Mm-hmm. This is the first time we've ever seen you. It's always been the little icon. See, I'm just used to it. So <laughs> you're used to seeing yourself. I would hope so. I was, I was shocked. Yeah, yeah, dude. Um, and what's funny is, uh, over the over the summer, um, we did a few episodes of uh, special um, super flexibles. Yeah, the, um, those trash, trash trades. trades. I don't know if people. I don't know if that gave us any love from the. No, no, no. People hated that, and um, I was like, they, wow, this is so fun, though. Like, they hate it that I tainted you. So I had to get away from you because they were like, you're ruining the, the one Shane that we liked. And, oh, um, no. But even then, I, I never saw you. I mean, no, it's very exciting. No. Well, mean, that's Michael, what I was saying. I've never seen you either. It was the so, same for me, you guys. Um, it, he, did a, he did a special thing, um, the Toys for Tots thing, and let a picture slip out there. And I realized it was him, so I snagged it. And I, I didn't show anybody the picture, but anytime he did something, made me a trade off or whatever, I'd send it back with different drawings on it. Like I'd put devil horns or a big beard. I just started, it, was, it was funny to just make, make fun of him um, because nobody knew what he looked like. And I had that picture that I stole off the internet. <laughs> it's <laughs> so just better that time, way. Right? It's really cool, no. too, because he's wearing an awesome hoodie. Yeah. The vintage. I love it. The vintage Dynasty Trades HQ, HQ hoodie. <laughs> It's probably probably designed by Michael Fanero, feverish Fanero yeah. himself. Which is awesome because yes, to your I guess if we're looking at the screen to your left, we have one of the the I mean, look, we've known Michael. We we've all known each other for what? What has it been? Four, five years now? Five uh, years? Five I mean, about five I mean, years. Yeah. I think uh, yeah, we a while, all yeah. Yeah. Um, right after May. <laughs> <laughs> nice. January, January will be, will literally be five years that we started at DFF. The cool thing is I've known Michael longer than all of you guys, because when I used to run the ADPs, Michael was one of the, the people that did always did my ADP, uh, mock drafts, right, Michael? Yeah. That's how I met you, buddy. Yeah. It was pretty awesome. And then all of a sudden one day I hear, Hey, he's, uh, part of dff and he's an owner and <laughs> it was like it, it all happened really quickly our videos. <laughs> yeah it was a and lot of fun so that's how life moves sometimes but i was even yeah. thinking today like earlier like one of the first probably i, I don't know second or third 
third guest appearance I had was with you, Shane, on the open bar. And oh, I apologize. Wow. I forget who else was on that show <laughs> with us. I mean, this was um, before I was doing Super Flexible, before I was with DFF. It was just a uh, fantasy football breakdown at that time. And Shane was there and uh, barely knew him. Had kind of ran into him on Twitter a little bit, a few times. I mean, it was probably like, honestly, I tried to find the chat, but it's so old that it's been deleted from <laughs> um, our Twitter DMs right. at this point. <laughs> Or either that or the open bar cleaned it up. They might have been embarrassed of us. I don't know why I was invited on that show. Uh, but uh, but that's probably the first time that I was actually introduced to Shane. So it, it's been a, and a the fun first time ride, I, man. I met you was similar. Um, you had yeah. Shane, and you asked us all to come on. I don't think Mike could join. So Shane and I came on FF Breakdown with you and, yep. and Two Drink. Yeah. That was yeah, the first time we talked. Two-minute breakdown and – so, but, yeah. it, but it's been fun, man. It's been a fun ride. And uh, to be on the your guys' third year anniversary is awesome. I mean, I don't know. I don't think we all really knew what we were doing even back then. It, it seems like so much freaking longer ago, to be honest with you. <laughs> and, and just the people that we've met along the way. And to for you guys, and I think you guys mentioned it on your, um, what was it, the 150? 150? <laughs> Um, how I think you guys are truly the only lasting like group from DFF that is the original three members. And that's pretty awesome in itself for three people that have never met, come together off the streets, basically, you know, and to be able to do this and still having it three years later. And honestly, like the, the lives that you've brought yourselves into. And I don't know, it's, it's pretty awesome, man. So thanks a ton for having us here. That is so cool. I think we'll wrap up the show for that. I mean, that was yeah, awesome. Nice <laughs> Thanks for listening. You know, it, wow. it, well it, 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 I can't really top that. But no, it, it has been a fun ride. And, and the, I think one of the best parts of tonight for being the three year is how Shane like kind of shit all over it two weeks ago. It's like, oh, yeah, we have like every anniversary, the first kiss, the first time we talked, the first time we laughed. You know, there there is a bunch That's of anniversaries. Awesome. But when it comes to podcasts, though, there is a lot of people that they start a show and then it's gone and you know hopefully we've done it we've we've done it every single week i know i missed a couple jeremy's missed a couple shane i think's only missed one but uh you know we've been here every single week about an iron man yeah (laughs) he's missed one show out of 156 maybe even 156 and a half i forget how we counted but all the shows one time that dude didn't show up are you kidding me he's like the jarvis landry of podcasters never misses (laughs) a game (laughs) if you already didn't like my um my ex-wife you can you can dislike her more now oh my god because it's her fault that i missed that fucking show Oh, damn her. Well, I never met her, so I can't say Oh, my God. That's hilarious that that's the, okay. So, but, but, but also. I'm so disappointed with that petty bitch now. <laughs> so, one of the. Now I don't like her. One of the great things about Fanaro is, I mean, look, we're all sitting here. We could see all five of our images, but I, I've told this to Michael before. His image, when he does these these things it's just amazingly beautiful you you're the way you have it all set up the ca- everything is just perfect it's set up the hd quality like all of it man i mean like the pro this he shows this up. is why i'm brought on it's for it's for my microphone it's for my camera <laughs> None of my fantasy analysis. No, no not at all. Changing I just your, mean changing your name, your IAPs, Mike. <laughs> it just looks like we could touch him. Like he's right there. It's really cool. Um, but no, no, we actually brought you guys on for your amazingly great rookie analysis. And uh, and when we were talking about doing our third year anniversary, Jeremy just sent uh, Shane and I a message. He's like, we have to talk rookies. We have to get Michael and, and Shane in here, and we have to do this, especially since for how long we've known you guys and how much we really enjoy you guys. So for tonight, that's what we've decided to yeah. do. We're going to talk rookies, and we're going to have you guys here, and most likely we're going to let you guys do most of the talking. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Absolutely. I'm I'm, I'm just <laughs> here so I don't get fined. I'm Panero's got this. <laughs> right? <laughs> Apparently so, not. Okay. <laughs> I was just about to say the same thing. Swag, you got this, right? So here's one. So last week um, during the show, I, I don't know if you guys have ever listened to the show, but I, I tend to um, just not paying attention to what Michael and um, oh uh, Jeremy God. are talking about when it's not me. 
So at some point, yeah, at some point they stopped talking about me. So I put up a Twitter poll. Um, <laughs> Antonio Gibson or Miles Sanders, straight up. And, th- and mind you, this is before Miles went out there and just beat the balls off of uh, whatever right. team major. Right ransacked he dropped an 82 yard touchdown on him treated him like they're he, they were his bitch um but i put the poll up it was miles sanders versus antonio gibson do, do you guys have a, a take on that who you think it would be and uh, you, you, you talk to the you talk to the wrong two guys to get excited about antonio gibson um swags no. and i have never really ridden that train um he's been don't don't get me wrong he's been he's been real solid this year he's been great it's a shame he got hurt but um, but I still think Sanders is a is a top nine eight dynasty asset. I'm on the Miles Sanders side, dude. I, I'm I'm so on the Miles Sanders side, but it's so crazy too. And because Gibson's been that guy that we've kind of loved to hate, no matter what he did, we didn't really care about it on Rookie Fever, and it's we really really stuck together on it through the season, and that rarely happens. True. But man, like I'm looking at some stuff, kind of getting ready for the show, and he's. He's average. His average points is RB eleven, and he's RB fifteen on the season. If that was somebody that I liked or believe in, you know, I'd, right. I'd be like, dude, he's he's averaging RB eleven and RB fifteen on the season. So I mean, at some point, we have to take note. Still the same. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm on the Miles Sanders side of that. I I think that he's got more left in the tank. He's had a kind of rough season, been a little beat up, but I, I think I saw that poll as well so i mean i was almost more of a part of the show or your life last week than they were shane I know. <laughs> so yeah gibson I think we voted for that side of it didn't we, we i think on the yeah. show we all did it ended at um 60.6 so we'll just call it 61 percent of the audience uh the voters wanted antonio gibson over miles mm. so there's there was 507 wow. 571 votes on that and, yeah, and so it, if you take out our one, two, three, four, five, <laughs> our five, right? Five sixty-six, <laughs> which means that three hundred and fourteen people voted. No, that's not how it works. Nice but, work. But, but, it's a great sample size for the poll like that. <laughs> that tells me Gibson's a Gibson's a sell. But that's the yeah. thing, and see, that's the thing, Fanaro. We we've talked about it a bunch of times on the show. How you could tell. It doesn't matter what the production that happens. It's these rookies. If the rookie does anything at all, then people are going to still jump on the fact that, oh, I want that guy because he's younger and he's newer and, and this and that. Any and I think, hype, I think, yeah, yeah I well, think that think, result shows it, you know? I, I mean, as bad as the season that Sanders has had, I mean, Gibson's outscoring him by at least, what, four, five points a game, right? <laughs> you know, it's not even a point a game. It's point. <laughs> Nine, blow me, America! If you're voting for Antonio Gibson over Sanders, or better yet, if you own Miles Sanders and I own Antonio Gibson in a league, I will trade you Antonio Gibson. You will give me Miles Sanders and give me some gravy on top. Can I tell you? I I, I know you can't figure this out, but I just did sixty percent of five hundred seventy-one, and that means three hundred and forty-two people. Yeah, that's close. Uh, <laughs> voted for Antonio Gibson. And 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 you said something interesting before you mentioned it. That was before this past weekend. If you put that poll up right now after what Miles Sanders did, I wonder how different it would be. And and that's the way this community is. It's what have you done for me oh, lately? Yeah, dude. You know? Well, you, you, you're so right, though, because that was right after that, um, like, week 12 where you had three touchdowns. Yeah. And he, he was RB2 on the week, and Miles Sanders was beat up and – it is so fickle this year. It's it's almost too much. And for you guys as being rookie experts, you know, that it's interesting to have you <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I didn't I wasn't expecting you to laugh at that, but I mean to have your insight no, on I Antonio appreciate you. <laughs> Antonio Gibson, that's why Shane Nat brought it up, you know. He's replaceable though. I don't know why he's just that running back. I keep feeling like of this group and I don't know exactly who else we're going to talk about, but yeah, of this group, I feel like he's, he's kind of the replaceable one and he just fell into it. He's done great with the opportunities, but a lot of those touchdowns have come in this last few weeks kind of compressed together and it doesn't really seem like it's, it's sustainable for a season, at least that, that average that he's had since week, like uh, I'd have to kind of look at it. Similarly made a trade for um, J.K. Dobbins using Antonio Gibson just to kind of hop on that Gibson train for a second. And it involved other players. I, I got Derek Carr and J.K. Dobbins for Daniel Jones and Antonio Gibson. 
I also threw in a third and it still won. The Dobbins side, 60-40. I mean, a couple hundred people voted it, won 60-40. Still really close. Um, I way much prefer the Dobbins side in that. And I definitely would rather have Carr. Me too. You know, playing how he's playing over Daniel Jones. I don't yeah. I don't know what people forecast Jones to be because he's a little younger, but I, I certainly don't think his ceiling is even Derek Carr consistently. But either way, Dobbins over Gibson for me. And um, I was surprised the the poll agreed because of how hot Gibson has been lately. And you even oh, said the answer yeah, right man, in there uh, when you said the younger. Real quick, look at yeah. Fanaro. He looks like the Pablo Escobar gift right now. What are you talking about? <laughs> 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 Oh, Daniel. Why? What do you, what, what, what is that well, about? Say, man, 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 I think I heard you uh, talk this trade on uh, Superflex City, if I'm right. Um, and I, I too like, I too like both sides. I like the, the car side and the Dobbins side. So that's, that's a win, I think, for you for sure. But um, just going to Dobbins, um, I've, um, all these rookies actually, and, and I think it's probably because Swags looked, Swags and I look at him under a microscope uh, every yeah. single week. Um, it's crazy how much my rankings are starting to adjust back to just after the draft or even pre-draft. Um, <laughs> you know, over just the last four weeks, right? We've had major breakouts with these rookies yeah. in the last four weeks. My ranking, your rankings. Yeah, Swags and I did rankings. I think it was week 10 just before all this went down. And then I, I, I readjusted for this show and I saw some, you know, Ooh. The guy at the top, top was at the top, and the guys at the bottom were at the bottom. But right in that sweet area where you're seeing a lot of these pop-offs, I saw some movement. I think the biggest movement was three spots, but that's pretty significant up there. That's really cool. Actually, like you just said, the fact that you did that, you you readjusted it for this show, that's great because Jeremy had a couple different things that he wanted to ask you going into this show. And that's one of the things that we were going to talk to you about, about your guys' rankings and what you guys thought now that we're going into week 15. So why don't we, why don't we just skip everything else? Like we skip the news and let's go right to your guys' rankings with that. So oh my goodness. I think Swag is just running backs. Or? <laughs> yeah. uh, no, running backs and, and wide receivers. Let's just start there though. Cause we were on that, ta- uh, on that track. And the thing is like, what are you guys doing with these players? You know, like Mike said, given that we're this far into the season, what are you doing with these guys now? You know, trading for trading you know them away buying you know what what how do you value these guys and oh. i think your your rankings sound uh if you redid them today breaking news baby <laughs> awesome so neither of you guys like gibson right i think we've established that we're not we're yeah done. shane we've already moved on from gibson let's go <laughs> gibson's i mean gibson's, uh my number seven Running, running back seven wow that's cool okay what's your first I think set? that's probably around where i'd have him Panero's screens keeps freezing up a little bit. Too. Yeah, he's totally frozen. Yeah, so Swags is there. All right, hang up on him. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, well, well, listen, we, we actually lost him because he's totally frozen now. So why don't we go to Swags with his list? <laughs> oh, my goodness. I feel so put on the spot now. So I'm, I'm like he said, I'm Swift. And then I go to Jonathan Taylor. And then I think you have to start to consider James Robinson in this conversation, mm. whether you like it or not. Like, I yeah. think what he's done is for real. And I think the opportunity he's been giving, he'll, I think he'll continue to have. When Fenero and I did that show that he mentioned, I had Dobbins at four. I'm <clears> starting <throat> to get kind of worried. I think I still have him at four there. But man, like, I don't like the team he's on. I don't like how they're using him. You have to imagine Gus Edwards is gone next year. Mark Ingram's going to be gone. Same time, man. Like any given moment, Lamar just runs, throws, does whatever he has to do. So I I have gotten to a point where I'm a little worried. It's kind of at that point where, and Jeremy, I think you and I talked a little bit about this too. I'd almost rather go get Cam Akers for a little bit cheaper. And I think that you might get the same, if not better. It's still the same. I think I have, that's, that's about where I have him. So then go from Dobbins to Akers and then my CEH shade, put him at six and then we'll go to Antonio Gibson and then Zach Moss. And then it, it kind of gets worth not talking about at that yeah, point. Yeah, why even why even rank Zach Moss? Fuck yeah, I had one good game. But um, let me yeah, ask you this: Where did you have Ceh ranked before the season? Um, probably about five. Okay, so you never moved him all the way up, like uh, no. me. Same. 
Yeah. No. Same. I, mean, I didn't you move can them all even the way up. Look either. at my pinned tweet. If you don't know who I am, I'm Swagzilla Zero G. And my, my pinned tweet is a old, like heavily like swift over CEH tweet from like May. And I'll, I'll probably keep it there until the world agrees with me. Okay. Yeah. So if <laughs> might not happen. <laughs> Or until right, Swift good. retires. But, yeah, so, I, I mean, for me, like, I think the CEH just love got a little bit out of hand. I think that it's it's kind of a fool's gold landing spot because you think it's just going to be so fire because of how, like, Jamal Charles did back in the day and Kareem Hunt's yeah. rookie year. But, I mean, this team is different now. They've got Tyree Kill, even, even Sammy Watkins and – Somebody like Mahomes has so many weapons that no matter, I think, who you put in that offense, we were going to jump to conclusions, which I think we did. I think you can see that now. But mm-hmm. so for me, I mean, and I think, Fenero, I think you kind of got on the CEH side for a while, like at the beginning of the season. But uh, I just never, I that, that was one that, and I know sometimes it's so hard to fight through those herds but that's one that like i I, I was kind of glad that i i squeezed between the cows when everybody <laughs> yeah. wouldn't yeah. let it through and then when you get through the cows you have to run the gauntlet of all the people who want to beat you down for having a different take oh seriously man like you're definitely going to the slaughterhouse first like. oh my god <laughs> i've never heard any of those analogies about the cows <laughs> and the slaughterhouse hey, right? those were first timers man just for you <laughs> Yeah, Finero just wrote them those out. earlier and tweeted them out to us. Oh, that's so nice. awesome. Finero's back. <laughs> I don't think you're allowed to just make up analogies. Like yeah, sorry about that. that of course they can. You can't just make them up on your own. Like, oh, no, 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 this is an analogy, and I started it. Uh, of all it's people to say you not. can't make up stuff, <laughs> Shane makes up, Shane no, makes up gonna, stuff every week. Squeeze between the cows. <laughs> so, yes, Michael, Michael Finero's back. <laughs> so, hey, hey, it was no Randyism, okay? I'm not... I'm not on that level. <laughs> From the mind of Shane Manila comes, you can't make up analogies. <laughs> exactly. You can't make up anything. But yes, uh, Michael, but you're back, Fanaro, And and we we actually didn't get to hear yeah, any of your list at all that you said. You started yeah, you talking start, and you were frozen. You got to start over, bro. <laughs> so you'll have to, yeah, start from the beginning. All right. So I, well, I have Swift number one, and I know Swags does as well. Um, and then Taylor went to number two for me now. This is starting to feel a lot like my... My um, now maybe right after the draft, and then Dobbins is three. Oh no, we lost him again. I love that Shane's muted too, so we can't hear anything he has to say. Is he talking? No, but he's no, muted. There's, there's a fire engine going by, so I, I, I realized oh. why I'm always hearing fire engines. Um, <laughs> I'm, I live down the block from a firehouse. Oh, so that's the siren. <laughs> okay so while we're waiting for (laughs) Fanaro to come back in shane is going to give us some insight of why he always has the sirens outside his house (laughs) that makes sense there's a there's an actual firehouse or fire station up up like two blocks from me um what's funny is um i was walking last (laughs) week and um i'd walked this way before apparently did not notice Yeah, I, di- I didn't notice the the fire uh, house, so or whatever they call it, fire station. Um, so yeah, so apparently I don't live in, um, you know, uh, a war zone, a shooting zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we have one close to our house too, yeah, which is a good fire. a good benefit, by the way, in case something ever goes down, they'll they'll be at your house fast. No, but the, your car on fire. the cool. I got a feeling if something happens to me. It, I don't know that there's going to be anything that a, a, a paramedics can do. I got I got a feeling it's going to be like cutting. You know what I mean? Oh my really? god, that bad. Okay. I mean, it's probably going to be like a hooker murder for like you know for whatever it is I own, and then she'd be sorely disappointed. And she'd be like walking out with like a 44 inch TV. Like this is the best shit he had. Um, but these things are more on the next HQ show where Shane just has the craziest life the problem is but between all the stuff that's going to happen to him and him saying I'm going to die all the time because I'm old Jeremy's going to be the only one left (laughs) Dice of Trades HQ is going to be Jeremy (laughs) what's great about um, just real quick Jonathan Taylor is up until two weeks ago three weeks ago everybody was convinced he was a bust then he was the running back one again. And then Cam Akers smashed, so he was the running back one. Yeah, and every Robin, week. Robin's had a pretty good week, so I think he was like the running back 1.67. 
Um, I think every yeah, week, I'm every like week, yeah. somebody's a bust and somebody's a hit, and then next week, a different person will be the bust and a different person will be the hit. Yeah, so, and you have to have and those points that you brought up earlier, Mike, and that one there, and what Shane just said. Really, it just it, it tells the story that you know you can't really be this worried from week to week about these rookies. Like you have to hold on to the guys. If you did your process and you ranked your guys and you know, okay, there's some bumps in the road, but if you really have a good process, you shouldn't be so worried about it. That one week really busts your whole bracket, so to speak. Yeah. You need to stick by, stick to your guns a little bit on these guys. Yeah. Shit happens. It's going to affect things a little bit, but if you thought this guy was the best wide receiver and that guy was the best running back, they, sh- they certainly shouldn't have dropped out of the top five or 10 guys. No, <laughs> I mean, right. And I think you're right. I think the whole year has been one big giant bump in the road. And then tonight we're having quite a few little bumps doing this show. So we, we're, we're going to go back to swags. <laughs> we're going to go back to swag now. It reminds he, me of our route. Oh, that no. Down. Was, <laughs> wait. Oh, he's back. There's Fanaro the and he's upside Jonathan down. Taylor too. Oh, wait. <laughs> the thing about Jonathan Taylor, too, like you mentioned, I mean, he's RB14 and he's missed a week. Yeah. And that didn't just come from one week. You know, we all get so excited about these last couple of weeks, which he has done great. And I know we don't have like the Barclays and the CMCs in the world this year, but I don't care, man. Like, I, I think that it's just crazy. Like, and then people will really kind of debate these things with you and bring up little things like, well, that's this last two weeks. He's been, you don't get to be RB 14 from last <laughs> two weeks. Like that's just like, he's had a solid consistent year, like a lot of RB two weeks and, now he's on fire. He's been handed the torch. So, And you're looking for some progression, some growth, right. him getting better, getting more acclimated to the team. I mean, you're looking for yep. some kind of progress. It doesn't have to be the best running back in the league to show that to you. Aardvark's back. Yes. Now that we have <laughs> Fanaro back, let's try one Save more time. Me. What is this, like the sixth time we're going to try? But let's go with, with Aardvark's running back rankings. <laughs> This is to, this is all happening because I told Panero he was carrying the show tonight. He's like, nope, <laughs> screw you, dude. <laughs> he didn't listen to you. He's fine. Listen, Let it's all perfect. It all works great for us, and happy three-year anniversary. So go ahead, Michael. <laughs> yeah, happy anniversary, guys. All right, so with all that, with all that suspense now, um, I'll give you my, my rankings. It, it really drops off after seven, so I'll give you my top seven. If you haven't heard it, DeAndre Swift, number one. Jonathan Taylor, number two. J.K. Dobbins, number three. C.E.H. at four. Akers at five. Robinson at six. And Gibson at seven. The Robinson shade. (laughs) (laughs) It continues, doesn't it? Yeah, Yeah, Gibson. So let me ask you this. Gibson and Robinson have had actually the best seasons of the rookie running backs. Yeah. Um, from a consistency standpoint and overall. Well, Gibson, consistency, not as much. But even right. – I mean, he started to come on. But you both have him ranked towards the bottom of the running backs. Is any of that cake lock or – <laughs> it's so funny because Swags and I both started laughing. It was so funny. <laughs> I mean, and and I've even fought with myself about that because I hate the take clock that is definitely there. And even just, I mean, all off season, I remember. I mean, it's in my head. Like he's he's touched the ball seventy seven times in college. That's through the air and on the ground combined. You know, I'm not gonna forget it. And yeah, that was my big push. So there's probably a little bit of take lock in there. But it's even just like still seeing like McKissick used and just the way that they have ran the offense and it hasn't just been handed to Gibson. I just think he's one of those guys that is kind of replaceable, like within maybe it's a year, maybe it's two. I don't think he's going to go away. I think he's going to be. I wouldn't rank him as high as most. We'll say that. I don't me, disagree like, with that. I'd probably put him in like the RB2 areas once we're doing rankings, you know, because, you know, even somebody like David Montgomery, he's going to fall out of all this talk as well. Once everybody wins championships with him and this is all done, like he'll be another one of those players that kind of falls back down into that RB2 area. I think I'd put Gibson kind of closer to that. Let's face it. There's there's a lot of really good running backs above him, right? It's not like it's not like there's no big names up there. I mean, I definitely hear what you're saying as far as like this year, 
Um, but I think I think it, some of it is tape lock. Some of it's absolutely that. Um, I know that Gibson was not the plan coming in. That doesn't mean that he can't be the plan. Um, and he and you know they really even haven't unlocked him as a as a pass catcher, which is what he pretty much only did in college. Um, so yeah, there, there's plenty of arguments that he's too low on this list. But I would just throw back like. You know, can you can you really after the season? Do you feel confident, especially with these running back breakouts, putting him above Dobbins, Taylor, Swift, Acres? I mean, it, no, I just, I just no. can't do it. So seven seems low, but not when you have four guys like that at the top. It's a pretty deep. I mean, it really there are a lot of running backs in this class, so it it, it seems low, but you're comparing him to guys that people thought were all top five running backs coming into the league, anyways. Um, even before CEH went off and became such a hot commodity for LSU last year and wrote, you know, the draft stock rose, there were five running backs. I mean, it was, and, and I'm glad you guys have acres where you do, because I don't think he ever stopped being a top five talent in this class. I mean, this season, notwithstanding, but I, I think he belongs in the top five, regardless of how you organize your top five. I think acres definitely needs to be in it. Age, all of it, just everything about that kid, I think places him in your top five of a dynasty of, the dynasty running backs and, you know, come on a little slower, but I think he's in a good spot. And both of you, I noticed have him in your top five too. Yes. Why do you still still have him at number five or did you bump him up? Well, we talked about that super quick while you were gone. And (laughs) for me, like I, I want to almost put him above Dobbins. I'm starting to get a little bit worried about the Dobbins situation. And that's probably even a little bit of overreaction because we even kind of mentioned how Gus Edwards is probably going to be gone. Ingram's on his way out. It's probably going to be handed to Dobbins. So I'm probably getting a little bit ahead of myself. But just with Akers and what I've seen from him the last three weeks, I mean, I think he was like RB15 and RB12. And then this last week, again, um, man, he was a top back. I have it somewhere. Panero's looking for it now. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I mean, so just a, a swage. Is that, I don't know if that's the right use of that word. Yeah, it is. Word, man. <laughs> Um, I some, of your, some of your fears over Dobbins, and oh you know, my God. you could some of these games they were winning pretty big, but he's had at least uh, eleven carries in five out of the last six games. So they clearly have started using him more. Um, I wish they would target it more in the passing game. And he dominated. He dominated the uh, the snaps and stuff, and the you know the the possessions this past week, which was good to see. I think it was really the first time he had such um a higher percentage like that, but you're right. They, they keep giving him more and more opportunities and you can't get away from the fact that that kid played in an offense with a quarterback like Lamar, Lamar light, if you will, in Justin Fields in a similar offense at Ohio state in that read option. One of the best teams to do it in college. He goes to one of the best teams to do it in the pros with Lamar Jackson. And I don't think you can understate that it's a huge opportunity for him. Didn't seize it this year, but it's the perfect spot for him. I, I stand by that. He, he landed in, in an ideal spot for his skill set. And, I mean, maybe it is next year when we, we see him take off, but I'm still happy about that landing spot. And some of the, you know, Robinson in Jacksonville, Acres, I think that's a good spot. Taylor, still a good spot. Um, CEH, I don't know if that's a good spot, right? I mean, oh, man. for a it's a great team to be on. I know a league you have Swift in, and I'm, I'm coming for him. <laughs> Dude, and I, I think that's the only place I own. Well, no, I own him in one from a from Not a Devi on a Devi team. You know, my first Devi team. Going back to what you said earlier, the name of it. My my first or second Devi team. It's called Fool's Gold because I just thought it was cute at the time. Like I don't know if I'm going to get any of these picks right. These kids, you know. It's all fool's gold. Can I ask you guys something? We've talked on the show plenty of times about the fact that there was no off-season, really. There was no Mm -hmm. training camps. These kids didn't really get the opportunity that a lot of rookies get coming into the NFL. So now we're sitting here in week 15, and some of these guys are getting the opportunities that we were hoping, or at least some people were hoping, they would get at the beginning of the year. Do you think that the way the world is with COVID and with the way the season has happened, these guys are showing up now where they may have showed up at the beginning of the year. Are they going to fold over to next year and hopefully do some of the things that we think? Or are the incoming rookies that are coming in 2021 going to surpass these guys? No, there's, I mean, 
Oh, I'm not asking you. We're the rookie fever guys. Yeah, okay, I'm sorry. not asking you. Who cares? <laughs> the answer is no. There's not enough running backs to surpass this class. But anyway, go ahead. Well, that's what I'm asking. Yeah, I mean, I think the landscape's going to continue to change, though. I mean, you just even the last two or three classes that we've seen come in have changed, like our running back ranking so much. But I mean, I I think that. It gets tough, man. I think, I mean, because we've already had some Gibson shade. So we, <laughs> we obviously feel like maybe that's something that could change. I mean, maybe that's even a landing spot. I don't know. Probably not. That's crazy. But yeah, <laughs> okay. I, I, think but it, I, I don't think any opinion is crazy. If you, if you feel so, that way, it's, it's, it's fine. Here's one. Well, you think the landing spot makes a bigger difference for that player than maybe people are talking about swags? Uh, I think that, that if I think that Washington's a team that if the right ran, running back fell to the right spot that they would still take him. Oh, you think yeah. they just put what yeah. third round capital in the Gibson? Yeah, but I mean teams do that all the time. I mean, look at the look at the lines. I mean they've spent like what was it two, three straight second round picks on running backs. Not I mean, good they, teams typically and, though. <laughs> yeah, I more than you more than you think and then the other things that happen i think more than ever it seems like as these contracts are coming up the teams are realizing that the the running back position is not worth the money and then and then despite the age these these running backs don't become as useful like i think i think they're they they, they only have so much time on the field being oh, a running back and i, I feel mean, like that gets abbreviated i i, I think the turnover has been tremendous over the last five to eight years we've seen this specifically the class come out of like 2015, 16, 17, a lot of those guys got second contracts. Yeah. Um, Dalvin, Kamara, Derrick Henry, uh, Cook. Yeah. And you're talking about the best guys in the league right there. And then that goes back to my point though. Are any of these guys that we're seeing now that you guys are saying are finally getting a chance to see something, are any of these guys worth it? Or are we so far into the season that as the, as we go into 2021, they're going to get surpassed by some of the guys coming in. No, no. there's, there's no idea that absolutely won't. There's only you know two what, guys though, coming out that are going to be really that could even pass them: Najee Harris yeah, that, yeah, and um, yeah. Travis Etienne. But it's, like, it's not a great running back class. Their rookie pick value will surpass them for a little bit at, at a certain point, just because of that point. hype of rookie picks. You know, and I'm not saying that I yeah. want to get people to buy into that, but at a certain point, I think that the, their rookie picks will surpass some of these rookies, but. Uh, man, I don't know. It, it's tough, man. Because then you even think about like Daryl Henderson, Akers, Sony Michelle, Damian Harris, Zach Moss, Singletary. Like these teams keep kind of like showing success. And like, I'm sure there are plenty of people that were arguing that Singletary was completely safe going into this this 2019 or 2020 rookie draft. My apologies. And now, I mean, obviously they're they're not. You know, so I think that to me, that's just Antonio Gibson. I don't know why, but then I'm the same guy that's like James Robinson is totally safe. So I get how <laughs> like ridiculous I sound, but but it's fine. I actually think it's good that you say that. Go ahead, Mike. So. I was just going to say you're you're actually answering the question then because my question being was that we waited this long for these guys to show up and I just wanted to know if 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 they're going to get surpassed by next year's people and mm-hmm. you both pretty much including Shane and Jeremy so all four of you are all saying that no, they're not going to get surpassed. Yeah. So if they're not going to get surpassed by next year's class then it goes back to that whole thing that we've talked about a couple times this year about why should we care about next year's rookie class then? Right. It, not, it, not at the running back. No, it's a great – Well, that's what I'm point. saying. At the rook, at the yeah. running back position is what I'm talking about. Yeah. And they basically told us through their rankings which, which ones uh, – which of these running backs they value the most of your running backs. To Mike's point, which, which of them do you think gets that second deal that's such a great, you know, great running back, you know, maybe it becomes a star – Desirable, like the best running backs in the league are now, and they get that um, outside of their rookie contract. Who do you think that is? But I like that question a lot, actually, because yeah. it makes you look at it differently, and so be, it, it completely changes it. So you've kind of thrown thrown me for a loop, but I think the guys that get the contracts will end up being Swift, Jonathan Taylor, Dobbins, and Acres. 
no, Swift, I didn't Taylor, say Dobbins, CEH. and Akers, so, which doesn't yeah. really deviate much from right. how we all had the sort of what are the best four running backs in this class what, yeah. long ago before the yeah. NFL draft, before this. And I'm talking about like the big, like the big contracts, not like the Austin Eckler contracts. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. You know what I mean, though, kind of, because he got a decent I, contract. I'm not trying to crap all over that, but he was paid for a different kind of role, uh, a passing running back. It's it's different. It's so weird how running backs are paid, too, because wide receivers get all the money. Running backs that ground and pound get the big paydays, but then a passing running back, really, they don't get that unless there's somebody like McCaffrey who's doing both jobs. So it's almost – it. why don't passing – pass catching running backs get more money if wide receivers are worth so much <laughs> yeah and then so you got swift taylor dobbins acres which doesn't deviate from kind of our going into it and then i'd add rob um robinson in from my top five but i don't he's not going to get that he's not going to get that deal so there you go um, of my top five guys right now that i think are the best talents at running back and there's only those four that might we might think would get those deals and and that mike made me think of that because um we were kind of dancing around that and Mike was, you know, Mike got close to that with the way he was asking you the question. And I, I, I think that's something important to look at because that might change your ranking a little bit. Yeah, yeah. no, it, I, I liked that question a lot. It, it kind of makes you think of James Robinson maybe as getting like those Chris Ivory type paychecks and getting tossed around the league a little bit, something like that, you know, but probably always being a little lot bit better. I mean, he already has been. It just seems like in this year, we, we've all had to make adjustments the reason I brought up the, the the question is because, like we've said, we brought you guys on to talk about rookies. We, we, we've talked for quite a while, but we haven't really even mentioned about next year. But the, the everybody in Dynasty and in Fantasy and whatever is dealing with this crazy year that's going on right now. And you guys keep saying that, oh, he finally did this, he finally did that. So I just was wondering if this will push into next year and if there was anybody good enough to even bother to worry about. The, the, you know, we didn't even get to wide receiver, which... In my opinion, lately, wide receiver seems to be way more important in Dynasty than, than running yeah, backs. And exciting, anyways. too. Yeah, wide, exciting. Receivers, wide receivers are pretty replaceable. But they, um, they may be replaceable, but there sure is better wide receivers out there. We've made the comments a million times on this show. Granted, it's our three-year anniversary, but I, we could probably go back to the first episode telling people to look for the third string and fourth yeah. string guys, you know? Um, but... Uh, yeah. Real quick, being our third year anniversary, Shane, we kind of want to say how exciting the wide receiver class is. <laughs> why we want to talk about it right now? Well, no, look, saying. we we have Fenaro back with the Spider Man picture, so. <laughs> but Mike, Michael, Michael, I don't know why I call him Michael. I've never called him Michael in like three fucking years. Uh-huh. Types keep saying, um, you know, that we waited so long for these running backs. Most of these running backs, I kind of think. Except for CEH, we thought this is how their season would play out. But that's the yeah. point. I'm oh, saying okay. that it's finally happening, and it's based on the fact that we didn't have the rookie camps. We didn't have all the oh, preseason. They're, they're finally getting their opportunity. So the only point was, does that push into next year? That's what I was saying. Uh, okay. All right. My bad. <laughs> but, but, I mean, that is a good point because when you go through, like if you went back through your guys' show, our shows, we're all like, preaching that we're going to have to practice patience this yeah. year on the rookies, on the guys that have changed teams. But then once we get into season week one, week two, week three, we're like, why aren't these guys doing this for us? And it's like, well, <laughs> you told everybody weeks ago they weren't going to, and now you want them to do it for your team. Like you knew yeah. this wasn't going to happen, but now because we got games going, you need them in your lineup. You're pissed off that <laughs> Jonathan Taylor didn't do what – He's not an RB1 instantly out the door. So <laughs> Second week of the season, right? Can I tell you, yeah. I, I always laugh at our Shane, but laughing at your Shane, it, it, it's perfect what you're saying because Jeremy even said it the other day too. You know, we've said it a million times on our show that, yeah. you, that you've got to wait, but people do not freaking wait they don't yeah it's they like expect you toss week it out one. the window yeah they expect yeah. week one that the rookie is going to be the number one running back or the number yeah, one so almost like they can just say hey i got it right i mean dynasty is the long game yeah you want to win this year and you want your team to improve <laughs> as quickly as possible but it's the long game and you know you have to be somewhat patient or maybe just go play redraft 
Fanaro! Fanaro's raising his hand. Up? He's raising his hand, so we have him yeah. back. We just see his eyeglasses and his forehead and his hand being raised. So go ahead. I want to touch the top of your head and just... <laughs> yes. This is how I feel. This is the greatest show ever. Thank you very much, guys, for being here. <laughs> so yeah, I was going to... I was looking back at snap shares and I was looking at touches and I was looking kind of like who was handed the keys and when. So James Robinson was handed the keys week one, right? Uh, Antonio Gibson, week one, although he does seem to, to share it a decent amount. Uh, Jonathan Taylor really wasn't handed the keys till about week 11. And CEH was handed them in week one, but kind of handed them back in week seven when they signed, when they signed Bell and now seems to be back to a 74% snap share. Swift just uh, received the keys, I would say, somewhere around eight and nine then had a concussion and his illness and is back and getting back easy. He's out three weeks. Yeah. So the one thing Madman mentioned um, early is like, what are we going to do with these guys? You see, you saw Swift's value just go through the roof when around that eight and nine area. You saw Jonathan Taylor's value go through the roof, changing people's rank is the whole deal. J.K. Dobbins is the last one left. Like, this is a guy that if you can get, this is your last chance to get him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, he's got an amazing matchup this week. It's starting to trend his way. Ingram's been gone, so he's been gone since week six. But even the Gus Edwards thing, I know everyone's concentrating on the Gus Edwards two touchdowns, but his carries, oh, I'm sorry, touches, anytime it's eight, three, nine, six, and eight in the last four weeks, that or five weeks, that's significantly lower than his average before then. It's trending towards J.K.A. Dobbins' breakout. So everything we've been talking to up to this point about, oh, now these guys have finally hit. Dobbins is the last one that hasn't. We all love Dobbins on this show. It's going to happen. Yeah, Edwards is playing for his next contract. He's playing like there's a rookie breathing down his neck every snap that he gets, optimizing yeah. his, his time on the field. But he, you're right, he's not getting much time on the field. So listen. So um, I know we, you guys want to push the wide receivers super bad. But that's like, what I was where just going to say. At with like the that Dobbins and Zeke pull that you threw up right before the show. <laughs> we were going to move on to wide receivers, but Swags goes right to the other question that we have on the show sheet. Yeah, absolutely. So I uh, yeah I know where um, J.K. Dobbins versus Ezekiel Elliott. Just curious. Um, there's about 22 hours left, but with 219 precincts, um, reporting, um, JK Robbins <laughs> is, uh, leading 79 to 21%. Oh yeah. So yep. He is a f***ing smash right now. The fresh and new oh, guy. Yeah. But, but shouldn't, should that be the way? Is that the correct answer? I mean, honestly, I love JK Dobbins and I think I've hated Zeke since I've seen his f***ing stupid face. <laughs> He <laughs> looks like a damn. He, he looks. He seriously looks like an Ewok. Okay, listen, I, listen, listen, listen. If we, I can get, we, we, I, if we, I can, we've done this for three years. We're not gonna personally attack somebody. Um, anyway, <laughs> allegedly. So real quick, just to finish this off, so you can just edit that shit. Are there pictures? <laughs> um, there's no pictures. I, don't, I, I might want to add, I want to see if I add a pick to this, how it will go. Like, if I could get a second rounder in Zeke for J.K. Dobbins, I think I might take Zeke in the second rounder, to be honest. Wait with a you. second. Wait a second. Hmm. So so what you were talking about before was Zeke and J.K. Dobbins straight up. So yeah. you're saying if you had Zeke in a second rounder, would you take that over Dobbins? Yeah, now I'm, I'm wondering. I, no, I think I would do I, that. I, I don't, man. I I think Zeke is not washed up. I think I think he's. I, I still wouldn't do that though. I, I still I still want the Dobbins side of that. I'm gonna I'm just gonna put in twenty plus Zeke Elliott plus the twenty oh twenty twenty one two point oh six. I like how he said. I like how he said twenty oh. Yeah, yeah. Isn't Zeke still an RB one? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he is. No. I don't know. Shane is our resident right there, numbers right. guy. Well, oh, Shane is he an RB one right now. And Mike. <laughs> <laughs> the Antonio Gibson and other running back show. Oh my god! This is yeah, this is going to be the hardest show I've ever had to do, to edit in three years. <laughs> no way. So he's a, he's the running back thirteen right now at fourteen point seven points a game. Okay. Um, so you're and, one you're one position out of a top ten running back. Or right, which, first whatever, that you're splitting hairs on an angel there. Yeah, he's, 
basically okay. a running back one. He could finish there in wait. the next couple weeks. And I, and wait, I definitely Jeremy. shit all wait, over wait, wait. Zeke you as said much he's, as possible. Wait, did you say he split hairs what? <laughs> I, I said you're splitting hairs. Like, you're splitting hairs like on the head of an angel or whatever the <laughs> fucking saying that is. I don't know. We're just making up analogies. So, um, look, I Thanks, shit all Swags. over Zeke. And I shit all over him yesterday, too, because I said he's not a top 10 dynasty running back because I don't believe he is. But... Um, <laughs> I think I, I, I think I would take him in a second rounder over J.K. Dobbins. I think it's funny. I still, I still want Zeke over. Um, I still, I still want, I still want Zeke over Mixon. Anyways, you know what? 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 We didn't even talk about Mixon. So wait we'll a second. We'll talk about them next week. I don't. He's think not we're, a rookie. I can't talk about. I don't Mixon think we're ever gonna. <laughs> we're never gonna get to wide receivers. But but wait 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 for for. For Swags and Fanaro, would you guys take Zeke and a second in next year's draft over Dobbins? Yes. <laughs> I, I, I think I want the Dobbins side. No, I, I'm not going to get that rookie fevered up. I, I think oh, I got sure. the rookie fever. It's one of those things, though. Like, I mean, I, I have to say one thing I've learned is that it, it, you have to get out of those aging wide receivers the last year of their value, and this is it. Running I mean, backs, even you mean? If he, yeah, I don't know what I said. Did I move the <laughs> wide receivers? Did I move us to wide receivers? You said You're trying really hard. No, I, I, but, uh, but I think you just have to find a way to get out, and I think this is one yeah. of your last chances. If you still could find a way to get I, – I, if I'm contending, if I'm a contending team, I'll trade him to another contending team. Yeah. Hope, or like preferably like it's in the <laughs> other conference, you know what I mean? Like, Got it. But, yeah, I, I will trade him to another contender that feels and, like he's savvy and, and happy your point, with it. Zeke is going to be 26 well, in July of 2021. Yeah. He's 26 going into we, – we've had conversations about the 26- and 27-year-old running backs – I know he's been a running back one uh, plenty of times, but with all the things that you know about him, and to Shane's point, maybe it's time. Both Shane's points, it's probably time to think about moving on. Is the only I, thing. I think, I think sometimes Shane's know a few things. <laughs> I agree. I think we're too early on that, though. Like, why would you sell him now? Like, you just read that poll. Like, I'm gonna sell him next year in his 26th year if I want to get rid of him. I'm not, when his value is a little higher, yeah, right? Me, I, don't, I don't like. That's not how. That's not the I'm only not variable though in here, though. That is not the only variable in here. Like you also like just because you're like predicting somebody's value to drop, like you also have to predict Dobbins is going to go up. You just said that. Yeah, it, 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 you I know what I mean. So you're not gonna you 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 might get that second right now, Shane. Like, and I know it's just a poll, yeah. but next year and you you're might not, not get you're it. Not getting shit. Nobody's gonna <laughs> give you Dobbins for Zeke next year, and we have two weeks of the season left. Like the season's done. Even if I mean, really, you know what I mean. Like it's time to get rid of players like Ezekiel Elliott. We've been disappointed with what he's done this year because we see it finally slipping off. Like. Hi, like I have way too many freaking shares of Todd Gurley. I know what I should have done. <laughs> oh no, I'm gonna I be sad. Real quick, I, I get what Fanero's saying I'm though. So I mean, sad. get get out of get out of Zeke, but you don't want to you don't want to you know lose your ass. Let's let's I, wait and see how things pan out for him. And, yeah, and see where it's going. The more I listen to you for scoring, and I have Ezekiel Elliott number five running back. Yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of on on Fanaro's side where I would take Zeke in the second round pick. And because uh, we do still have that that other year to go, you know, look, we've spent all this time running back. We need to do a second show for yes. next week and we have you guys come on and do wide receivers. You know, he's he's carried the ball one thousand three hundred and eighty times and caught it two hundred and thirty four times like. He's he's got some miles, you know, it's it's not like a young body, like even Derrick Henry somebody that. I would rather have because of those first those DeMarco Murray years. He doesn't have quite those miles at the beginning of the career, but Zeke has he's piled through. I mean, he's carried that team. We've seen it like it it drops off. But wait a second, Swags. What do you do you believe that there's any difference that if Dak was there instead of Andy and Dalton and and Gilbert, whatever his name was, and and Cooper, yeah, his yeah, name probably, is. probably a little bit. What, what, I was thinking the same thing. What's eating Gilbert Grape? Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, look. They 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 they're really fucked up in that situation there with their quarterbacks and everything. What if things bounce back next year, having Dak there for how long? Well, we're we're only talking really about another year of having. Honest, man, you make the fucking call. You know what I mean? But but I mean, I mean, first of all, like that's an if if. 
Dak is there. Everything is an if. Week one. Absolutely. But those are like the, the ifs for me with Dobbins seem a little bit less at this point, honestly. Like the ifs for Dobbins are we we all assume, I know that's an if, but his value is <laughs> going to go up. Those those players are going to be gone. I mean, this year there's been times when Tony Pollard, people are talking about <laughs> like over starting over Zeke, and I, I'm not that guy. I think that's crazy. But I think Zeke is at this point where the value just starts to drop as well as the production. I, how many times like have we had like a 27-year-old running back that you can make, you can move on? Uh, Matt and, and like it's that... <laughs> but, but, but for a little bit, you know, like. But we've all said this year is an asterisk. This this year is messed up, crazy. So you don't think that there's any possibility that Zeke will bounce back next year, having Dak there and all that kind of stuff. I, I, to, to answer that question, my apologies. I think that Zeke will still show production next year. I think that he can still help your teams. I don't think that you're going to be able to make the same moves by the time it's like getting, you're getting on it like halfway through 2021, you're going to wish you had made this move. And that's not yeah, you're long getting a 22 year old. Me. Yeah. Yeah. The more year old running back instead of a 20, what's going to be a 26 year old running back. That's kind of had the bumps in the road and now isn't playing that well. You're getting a guy that's kind of trending upward that, you know, you, has four years more of a career ahead of him, regardless if you start both of those players right now, today, four, four years to go before he's at Zeke's uh, pinnacle of uh, playing time. So, I, I mean, I, I think both sides uh, show merit in that trade, but if it's straight up like that, I wait, want the younger running back. Uh, hold on, hold yeah, on, hold throwing. on, hold on. Wait, 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 hold on. I love all of you guys. There is some kind of weird noise going on that sounds like some kind of alien making clicking noises while and, you're all and talking. I'm, mute, I'm muted. You want me, you want me to mute see if, it, you want me to mute, see if it's me? It's something yeah, really, it's something really weird. I don't know what it is, but it it's sounds like, like alien straw. This is what it sounds like while people are so, talking. Yeah, I'm going to answer my own. Here. I'm going to answer my own question. Yeah, give me Dobbins over Zeke and the pick that. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah man. Zeke's Zeke, Zeke's gonna hit an age cliff production wise, and he's gonna hit an age cliff for value wise too. Um, and real quick, um, <laughs> just want to go back. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, but this night, real quick, does not fucking work. So, I'm sorry. Yeah, there, there's <laughs> no real quick. I just wanted to give a shout out to Live OC Girl. Um, to who? Wait, wait, wait. To, you want to do what? OC Girl, fantasy football chick. Um. She votes. She says totally JK, and uh, I, I I get it. I get it. Totally awesome. JK too. Awesome. Listen, we, we, Aardvark, We can't read that. No, no, no. We're, we're gonna listen. I'm I'm gonna fucking sit here and make an executive decision. We love you guys. We're so happy you're here. We we have had so many technical difficulties, and I think that it's so perfect that this is our three year anniversary show, and this has happened. I, I've had a great time. <laughs> we're on brand. <laughs> Exactly, Jeremy. But listen, I would like for you guys to please, let's come back next week. Let's do a second show. We'll talk about wide receivers and and we'll give everybody the opportunity. Hopefully we'll we'll clean up all our problems that we have tonight. <laughs> we'll do I'm sorry, I'm looking Just at Fanaro with this huge smile. What'd you say? One more asterisk in 2020. It is so perfect, and and I and I appreciate that you said that, Swags. Um, I'm gonna I feel ask. Like I caught COVID from you guys because I didn't have my. I know. I'm gonna <laughs> a, I'm gonna ask Fanaro and Swags to mute their phones just in case it's them, and I'm gonna have uh, Shane tell everybody about our Patreon account, please. Yeah, it was totally fucking Fanaro. It was because <laughs> once he muted, once he muted it, it was gone. Yeah, once he muted, it was perfect. <laughs> Sounds like goddamn crickets were having like a gangbang. No, it's not. I think he's like that one guy. I think I'm not sure what's happening in his lap right now. Somebody's doing something down no. there while he's. I, I was he's thinking got, of that show V. Did you guys ever in his see? Pockets having a gangbang. No, did you ever see the vin- the miniseries V? <laughs> they took down all the unverified movies off of Pornhub. So there's not that many movies on Pornhub now. The guys are like hard up for shit. So Dude. he's definitely got a gangbang, kick cricket gangbang going on in his pocket. It's so funny because they said 60%. That means there's still 40% there. There's a lot. But go ahead. Yeah, tell every. <laughs> anyway, so we have a we have a patron show. Um, 
yeah for uh just three bucks you <laughs> could get uh the uncensored version of this show get in the group me chat get some written content oh you get bonus podcast at another tier you get some consultations <laughs> at another tier you get free shit at all the tiers um i don't know be a patron because it's better than not being a patron and i i'm not gonna lie to you i give more to the patrons than i do the non-patrons yes you do pretend i don't jeremy tell everybody about our store including our freaking awesome masks i saw your tweet this week it was amazing dude we have mugs t-shirts hats masks and just like shane said earlier i'm not gonna lie to you we have a i'm not gonna lie to you (laughs) trade t-shirt because shane says that all the time but you can get all of our gear with our great new logo for 2020 at dthq.storenvy.com that's dthq.storenvy.com pick up some stickers whatever uh all kinds of shit out there i'm looking for underwear thongs uh you name it we're trying to find some cool stuff for you guys <laughs> and, and and i, and I always i Urban always man. i was gonna say i always mention that shane doesn't listen to me but you didn't either uh, tell everybody about the masks i saw the tweet you sent out about yeah, our masks yeah. we do have i heard you we do have covid 19 <laughs> masks now they are awesome seriously the logo takes up your whole freaking face the whole map it's um it's great. Check it out. Honestly, you it's your way of telling everyone that not only are you great at trading and awesome at Dynasty football, but you're also telling COVID-19 to go F itself. And you're telling people, look, I believe in science. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I believe in process over results. Yeah. Wait. And our masks are um, they're the hypoallergenic um, N94s. I think they are. No. They are definitely uh, doctor grade. Um <laughs> I can't verify that in any way, but I'm pretty sure. I do not know where that is. Allegedly, just don't listen to Shane. The CDC has definitely recommended them. No, let me me just say this. There are N95s, not N94s. There are masks out there. But but the the, the masks that we have at Dynasty Trades HQ and Store Envy, those are the kind of masks that you put over your N95 mask. The N95 is this white uh, thing and it's sticking out and whatever. You put that Dynasty Trades HQ over and it looks beautiful. So thank you, every month, everybody, for listening to the show. Uh, check out our Twitter account at Dynasty Trades HQ. Check out our iTunes account at Dynasty Trades HQ. Listen, we we've been doing this for a long time, and for whatever reason, like Jeremy said earlier, our brand is that things don't go anywhere <laughs> like we thought it was going to go. And and Fanaro and Swags, I love you guys. I'm so happy you were here. Even with all the technical problems we had, I think it's going to be amazing if you guys come back and we'll do the wide receivers next week. Nobody gets two episodes in a row. Nobody. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. I I was at the emergency room this week and my doctor actually had a Dynasty H. Mask, and even at that moment, I knew things wouldn't go right. <laughs> Holy shit, that's amazing! Testimonial from our guest, Wagzilla Zero G. I love it. CDC approved. I love you, Swag. Totally CDC approved. So awesome. And I've heard that you don't even need to take a COVID vaccine if you wear a mask. Please, wow. nobody listen to Shane. Wow. Nobody listen to Shane at all. Do not listen to anything he says. Fanaro, you want to say goodbye? Yeah, thanks again for having us, guys. And I guess you're going to have us again. Uh, happy anniversary. Um, you obviously can find us at Rookie Fever, and you can find me at Cricket Gangbang. <laughs> or. <laughs> That's amazing. What? You need to go register that now before I, I air this episode. Now that you've already said that, you need to go register that name on Twitter now, Fanaro. Too late. I just, I just put it on a t-shirt at the HQ store. I seriously apologize for all the technical difficulties. Uh, you can find me at Aardvark TV and uh, look forward to next week. Awesome. Thank you. And Swags, Ginger, tell everybody you. where they can find you. I can testify. Panero's quality is pr- usually pretty on point, so <laughs> it was a rarity. So yeah, oh, yeah. check us out at Rookie Fever. I, one thing I, about Rookie Fever that's kind of unique is we're not really like, and, and we don't try to fool anybody. We're not like a Debbie show. We've never tried to be a Debbie show. We're obviously going to start to talk about some of these twenty twenty one guys coming in, you know. Yeah. But we're going to try to do things a little bit different this year, but. There's plenty of places to get your Debbie information from out there. I mean, you know, Katie Flowers has been on this show, Ray GQ. Oh, yes. I mean, 
freaking Jeremy. I mean, Jeremy, uh, a great Debbie mind too, you know, but so definitely check us out at Ricky Fever and then, uh, super flex city. We've been doing a lot of, um, just trying to pump some stuff out over there with Jeremy and the other guys over there. You'll see that beautiful image that Finero made for us over there. It's so amazing. And, uh, dude, isn't yeah, that awesome? It's nice. Like, I like so, uh, Huge shout out to him again for that. And I, um, I, honestly, guys, if you need some work, like Panero is, I don't want to say he's underrated because everybody sees it, knows it's amazing, but I just don't think you see him around quite as much, but does some great work. So thanks a ton for Amen. having us here, though, man. Like, I, I honestly, like, you guys keep talking about the problems we had, but I had a great time. And um, uh, hopefully, we just hopefully keep rolling. Man. Hopefully, you're being serious and we're coming back and we'll talk about these wider. Listen, one million percent. This is perfect for us. I, I, I cannot tell you more how great I am. I am so happy the way it worked out, and, and I'm happy that we're going to have you guys back for next week's show. And seriously, thank you so much for coming in. Thanks for doing everything. Listen, we we've been doing this for three years. We love doing it. Uh, and we're going to keep doing it as long as people will listen. And uh, listen, tell everybody, say goodbye, everybody. Shane, Jeremy. Goodbye, everybody. Shane, Jeremy, Michael. Goodbye, Shane. everybody. <laughs> and we we'll... should do one at the same time. Like, we should sing a Christmas song or something. No? <laughs> hey, we, we, we already, I already threw it out <laughs> in front of them that we're going to do karaoke. The Holly so. Jolly Podcast. <laughs> the one before. Wait, wait. wait so, we'll, we'll say goodbye to everybody all at one, two, three. We'll go one, two, three. So say goodbye, everybody. Dude, one, wait, on, two, three, like, on three or after three. Yeah, yeah. We can do the dreidel song, too, though, Shane. <laughs> oh, yeah, happy Hanukkah to anyone that um, celebrates. Or if you're, if you're Smokey Mike Robinson, it's Chinooka. So one, two, three. Bye, everybody. Cricket gang. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <Cricket> <laughs> <laughs> Say goodbye, Shane. Uh, goodbye. <laughs>